<sighs> so. <laughs> Thanks for massaging my leg just now. It felt good. Dude, you should let me stretch you. <laughs> yeah. Restart. Just no, restart no, the podcast. No, no. Um, actually, do you want to pause it so I can stretch you real quick? No, I do not. Dude, I'm telling no, you. No, like, do not press that space bar. Amount of th- <laughs> you saw me reach over. Yeah, I did. <laughs> the amount of things I can do to your body to oh, make you stop feel good. Talking. No, Next I'm. Topic. See, here's the thing. You're taking it the wrong way, but I'm being very serious. If you're willing to let me, like, put my elbow into your butt, like your butt cheek, I can make you feel real good. I'm I'm good. I'm telling you. I'm feeling pretty okay. I'm telling you. I, I just saw this weird sex toy contraption. <laughs> this Jaws. It's filled with rollerblade wheels. It's called Roll Recovery. Yeah, and I said, ooh, what's that? I bet it goes on my leg. <laughs> and you said, ooh. <laughs> and then you critiqued my form and kneeled in front of me and rolled me up and down. But you felt it a lot more when you were sitting down, right? I, yeah, no, yeah. I, I did because my muscles were loosey-goosey. Yeah, and you feel it. Ooh, it's so... <laughs> it was it's a very so, weird sensation. Dude, wait till you get the so right. The what? The so right. Spell it. So right. P-S-O mm. dash R-I-T. That's I, I could could have taken me two thousand tries. No, I would not have spelled it like that. Wait till I get the so right and you come over and you yeah. can try out my so right. Describe Ooh. it. Uh, the so right is imagine if I had if I had like my so I have my hands up like I'm doing uh, goalposts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're connected. Field goalposts. Imagine that with a rubber base, and mm-hmm. imagine these things are hard rubber. Yeah, and that's the so right. Where does it go? On the ground. Where do I go? You lay on top of it. Like. So the psoas muscle is behind your stomach muscles. Yeah. And it lines behind and comes down from like this and it V's down into your hips and your legs. So that digs behind those. Have you ever had a massage, like a deep tissue massage? No. Okay. Have you ever had physical therapy? No. Okay. Well, when you do either of those things, or even when you go to a doctor sometimes, if you describe a certain amount of pain, they'll say lay down and yeah. then they'll just start poking at yeah, your yeah, stomach yeah. and then they'll start digging. I don't yeah. know if you ever had this, but they'll dig and dig and dig and dig. They're trying to find your psoas muscle to see if it's tight. So the psoas is the only contraption that can really get to that muscle. So uh, the psoas can be used for a whole bunch of things because it's such good penetration. Yeah. But it's it's great for the psoas muscle. And nobody releases the psoas muscle because it's so hard to get to. There's no contraption I have. Mm-hmm. Rumble roller, trigger point roll. Uh, the mobility ball, the roll recovery, my stretch bands, nothing will get the psoas muscle as good as a right, mm-hmm. And that's going to be amazing. And then also what I'm hoping to use it for, because I've seen it, I'm hoping it can attack my glute and get like deep in my glute. Like You're just going to like super, sit on it? Uh, lay on it. On, on your butt? Yeah. Yikes. <laughs> yeah. I want like, so if you think of like your, imagine like your hip yep. here with my left hand sure. and then the joint for your leg here okay yeah right? yeah yeah. this the whole glute be- around that you take the psoas the psoas the so right and you sit on it <laughs> and your ass yeah the so right just digs right at the uh, muscles gets and tendons right that connects that and just rubs that shit nice and oof, i can't wait Ugh. i can't that's that's what the elbow and the ass is so like at physical therapy when uh, i was i threw up my back the second time that was, I think, probably my my favorite stretch. The, my my favorite thing they ever did. The, my favorite modality. The guy would take his elbow, and like where I was laying down. So if you think of just you know like uh, think of my ass while I'm laying down. Got it. Yeah. So it's like these, right? Like my hands. These little like mounds. <laughs> your your and ass then, is bigger than that. 
Oh, thank you. See, like yeah, that's, I mean, it's, that's what I it's work bigger for. Bigger than your two hands next to each other. Well, no, this is not. This is not to scale. My dog's ass is bigger than that. <laughs> that's not to scale. Yeah. Okay. So sure. Basically, you have like the the two the two Butt mounds man. of my of my ass cheeks. Yeah. And then basically, what he did is that he took his elbow and put it right there on the top of a mound. Well, on the angle where like basically the muscle is around my hip and then the ball joint yeah for my leg and he would hit it from up top is he coming from a downward angle like yes. is he coming from under your ass no no i was laying down face down yeah so he was just on top putting his directly elbow directly perpendicular into your ass putting his hand on top of his fist yeah and then leaning on top of me like oh my god and then what he would do while he was holding it he would start moving in small circles uh. then he would take my leg and bend my like foot so I was like, my, my leg was bending upward. Yeah. And then yeah. he would move my leg around. Oh, my. Oh. Which like moved the muscle to a different way yeah. so you could attack it from different angles. Oh, wee. Oh, yeah. that made oh the noises I made. Butt. Oh, man. Oh, he like everybody was laughing. Everybody laughed whenever he did that. Who's everybody? everybody? I did not know there were more than two people in this room when you're describing it. Oh, there's all the other patients, all the other physicians. What? Just a giant room with tables and, and like equipment. Oh my! So I'm just there, I'm just like, oh, ah, 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 ooh, ha, and everybody's laughing. And but like, it's just an involuntary thing I would do. I would just be like, ooh, ha, 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 and it just yeah. you can't stop it. And it feels so good. Yeah. Ooh, so I could do it to you if you want after this. Uh, no. Like, I'm not opposed to the idea of a deep tissue massage. But. So that's actually something my, my masseuse will not do. She doesn't do that. Mm. She won't put her elbow there, but she does like take her the the flat of her palm. Yeah. And she like like rolls my ass out like yeah. that. She's making pizza dough out of that ass. Yeah, with with uh with the palm of her hand. Sure. She does she she gets in there pretty well. What she does, which is very different, is that instead of using like br- like blunt force like with her <laughs> palm or her elbow, like the physical therapist does. Yeah. She uses her fingers like hooks and she'll grab into the muscle and then she'll like pull it. So she'll like start pulling the muscle in a direction and then she'll go on the other side and pull it back. I don't like this. Oh, it feels so good. Oh, it feels so good. You said something to me in the kitchen that I responded to (laughs) that kind of already summed up this whole conversation. I was complaining about all the shit my car is going through. And you're like, when's the last time you got it worked on? I was like, oh, long time ago. And you're like, you don't work on your car? And I said, I am a bad car owner. And you said, a car is like a body. You have to maintain it. And I said, I am also a bad body owner. (laughs) So, yeah, all of the things that you talk about at the beginning of every podcast is all foreign to me. (laughs) I'm telling you, man, it's it's it's. It feels so... So I was actually talking about this with somebody today at work. She was saying, oh, I don't want to go to the gym. I fucking hate going to the gym. Mm. And I was saying, "What? Uh, you don't like any of the exercises? She was like, no, I hate all of them. I was mm. like, well, what about, you know, uh, do you like doing big compound movements like squats or deadlifts or overhead presses? And she was like, no. And I was like, uh, cardio machine? She was like, no. I was like, so why do you go to the gym? She goes, because I know it's good for me. I was like, that's a good motivator. That's yeah. a good motivation yeah go sure but uh like what part of it don't you like and she was saying i could just be at home on the couch mm. i just went right but wouldn't you feel more wouldn't you feel healthier more awake more satisfied more rested if you 
if you use the energy to go to the gym she was just not having it she was just i don't have that energy yeah I'm just and it's it goes back to like i said about that episode with tomek where we're fucking we're sick fucks we just we just love the suffering of it you know like we were so jazzed up today at the gym because he found a new you know uh like workout technique of doing you know like uh, like halos with uh, like halo movements to both sides with barbell plates to goblet squatting to curling to the ground and standing back up and then going into a bent over row with the barbell plate into like a snatch lunge and then doing that to finish off our workout. And I was like, fuck yeah, let's do it, man. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. You know, and then we talk about how great it is to when we stretch and oh man, like I'm going to go get a massage. I need to go and get my massage. Dude, we, we got to make sure we get, get hit the sauna and we... You know, we cook for a little bit, you know, just blah, blah, blah. And just, I don't know what it is, but the suffering is just, feels good. It just feels good. I forget who I had this uh, conversation with recently, but. Me? No, uh, I don't think so. No, Um, there's like different ways that different people like regain energy. Uh, Ooh, okay. Yeah. That's cool. And there's. I I consider myself an introvert. I am a I am an outgoing introvert. If that makes sense, I think I'm the same. Where when you get me talking, I'll talk and like I'll be entertaining and blah blah blah. Yeah, I but mean, we have a podcast for. I reason. gain my energy by being alone and like 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 from solitude. Like when I'm playing single player Minecraft, or when I'm in the car on the way home with no traffic, just listening to spotify music with no lyrics or something like that or just watching netflix and just browsing the web i regain my energy that way really where i think for you do you regain energy going to the gym does that like i know i think the energy i think going to the gym is it's like it's how i drown my demons like going to the gym drown (laughs) drowns my demons It, it drowns the the anger bad thoughts bad thoughts it, mainly anger it, it, yeah. it, it quiets the anger and I've, I've always said this quote about how uh bruce banner says this the trick is i'm, I'm always, always angry i'm always angry yeah. but if you if, if you're listening or, or and if you've never had any issues with anger that's such a true like you don't understand how how much that really how accurate that really is mm. it's almost like you're always angry. It's just where you vent it is what snaps you. Yeah. You know, because it, I, that's how I view my anger. It's my, like your steam valve. My, yeah. My anger isn't just, I'm, I'm, some, this is going to piss me, get me to a point where I'm pissed off. I'm going to blow. Mm-hmm. It's more just this thing has weakened this part of the wall and now the anger can go there. Oh, okay. And that's how it is for me. So yeah. I'm always kind of pissed off in some way. <laughs> I'm, I, I am. I'm just, I'm always angry and, 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 and pissed off in some way yeah and sometimes in a Mm. great mood because i'm on a coffee caffeine high sometimes in a great mood because i'm hanging out with friends and people that i care about sometimes i'm in a great mood because you know i just got paid and i'm having breakfast my favorite meal of the day i don't i don't know maybe it's it's any of those things but if i don't do the exercise stuff if i don't play hockey for two weeks if i don't go to the gym for a week Mm -hmm. that quickly I, i i feel it yeah. I feel this weird it's like air. I feel it's like this a, a pressure cooker filled yes. with anger. I, I feel it and I just know it's just I gotta fucking do something because I know it's gonna happen. 
and it's it's happened it's happened where i've openly had to just vent something out and i'll just like punch something real quick because i'm just like fuck okay whoo whoo that one's out okay i got 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 some space now Mm. got some space now and it's hard it's hard it's hard because if i had a trigger that was causing the anger it would be it's just oh the the sounds that i hear this person chewing with their mouth full oh i get it you know but it's very much like this is why i relate to bill burr a lot because bill burr has anger issues and yeah. bill burr's jokes are very on point yeah when he's just i'm sitting there and this guy's fucking eating with his mouth open i just want to fucking choke him and it's just <laughs> like shut your fucking mouth like that's that's yeah. unfortunately that's, that's very <laughs> that's very accurate of just if i don't have my balance by doing these things so whenever I go to the gym and I just I just fucking blow out the valves and it's just I'm going to do this thing. It's meditative, first yeah. of all, because I'm counting and mm. I'm focusing on forms. It makes me think of martial arts doing katas. It's like, where am I standing? How am I holding my pose? Like, mm-hmm. what am I doing next in my sequence? You know, like so when I when I do stuff like that, it's super calming for me. So as amped as i get and as like fucking energized i get going into the gym it's because i know i'm going to go kill demons so so it's just it's like oh tomorrow is my deadlift day i can't fucking wait because when i step up to the bar i know i can hear the screams of demons dying with each and every single fucking rep as i like get my legs in the right position i make sure they're perpendicular to like my waist and to my shoulders i Mm -hmm. make sure they're in alignment when i squat down and then I grab the bar and I lock out my shoulders and I breathe. And then I just fucking only purpose right now is to stand with this form. Mm-hmm. With my back locked, my my arms gripping this bar, just pick it off the fucking ground. And it's just, <laughs> and you just fucking go. You get to the top and it's just like, I fucking just climb this mountain. Now we go down the mountain and then you slowly put it down and then you fucking drop it. And it's just demon killed. Do you do one. it once? No, no, no. That's just a rep. But yeah. like. That's an example of what it's like for me. And then I so, count I count to three. Yeah. And then I'm done. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, whoo, breathe, relax, let's get, you know, re-energized, then we fucking get back at it. And it's I'm happy. Yeah. But when I leave the gym, I'm just it, it's it's super just whoo. It's 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 like you just came. <laughs> I know, I know that feeling. <laughs> Where you're just Ugh. like you're just yeah. like mushy. Yeah. Like you're just like <laughs> You're just like, I you, just, you become a plasma yeah. instead of a solid, not yeah, quite you, liquid. You just, but I, I feel like that. And then mushy. I also, but then I also feel as if I'm, I'm, I'm some kind of superstar that just accomplished something great. Yeah. You yeah, know? yeah. And I, I texted you that video of the guys doing the, like the TikTok the, Avengers, Avengers backwards jumping out of the water thing. Yeah. And I was and I was telling you like this is getting me so fucking amped because the music and, yeah. when, and when I realized which character they were doing, it's like there's Doctor Strange, there's Iron Man, there's Black Panther, there's Hawkeye, there's Thor, like and then all the imagery of Endgame of my experience with you yeah. in the theater watching came it. flooding back and like that adrenaline rush. And the music, yeah, and yeah. the adrenaline I'm just like fucking god. It's just <laughs> And it's, you know, it's funny. That has been the portal scene. Yeah. Has been, no, not even the portal scene. Everything from Cap and Monier. Yeah. To the end of the movie. Yep. What is, has become the 2019 motivator for me in the gym. Yeah. Because I think of that scene (laughs) when I'm going to do something hard. Yeah. And I just think fucking what would Cap do? Yeah. Or how would, how would this be? What, 
like you are Captain America and the barbells are Thanos and you're just beating the shit out of them. <laughs> or it's, yeah, or it's just, you know, like I like I'm Iron Man leading the charge. You know, like, yeah, like you yeah, just yeah. I just think of that like how <laughs> I felt in that moment when like everything swells. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And that just swelling motion. Yeah. Just I'm just like ah, yeah, like ripping my shirt <laughs> off and shit. It's you you at the gym is everybody in that scene right after Cap says Avengers assemble. Yes, <laughs> like, exactly. Thor and Mbaku just screaming. <laughs> Yeah, basically. It, yeah. It's such a motivator, man, and I love it. It's just I fucking love it. But if I didn't do it, if I I've been doing fitness stuff since middle school. Yeah. So and that's because in middle school, and I think I have said this before, but in middle school I said, I want to be a hockey player. Hmm. And I was like, I don't have the ability to always be on the ice. So I have to practice what I can in the driveway. And what else do athletes do? And I remember watching a video of Eric Lindros doing ladder work like mm-hmm. agility work with a speed ladder and doing like wrist curls for his forearms yeah and i just thought that's it i gotta get in shape and i got a pull-up bar and i started doing pull-ups i started doing planks i saw hockey movies in the door and like wall sits so i'm there in middle school just doing wall sits in my hall in the hallway <laughs> of my house just ah ah i'm gonna be a <laughs> hockey player like that was yeah so uh, while i've gone my fitness journey has gone up and down and now it's been steadily going up mm-hmm. in the past you know, since 2010, uh, I want to say it's been been just been going up. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's because I've I've always found that solace of just I'm killing demons, and they will always there will always be demons. Mm-hmm. So if, as long as there are demons, I will be, you know, the protector of this realm, and I will continue killing them. <laughs> so it's just, yeah, we're different people, man. <laughs> You said you're always like a little pissed off. Like that's your constant like negative mood. Like the negative side of the spectrum is pissed off or the negative side of my spectrum is just I, I don't know the exact word for it, but it's this noise. Uh... <laughs> and your like the plus side of your spectrum is Thor and Umbaku screaming, charging into battle. That's your positive thing. Where mine, my positive is this noise. Oh, so I think I have a much smaller spectrum than you. But you see, that's a good thing, right? I'm glad people don't have to do what I. I'm very centered all the time. That's good. That's good, man. Like I don't, I don't want. I don't want people to have to connect to the thing that I connect to because that's a bad sign if everybody yeah. is in the same state as I am. That's not a good thing. Wait, you're thing. this angry all the time? Yeah, right? It's just... um, Yeah, and, and you know what? It's just... I'm glad. I mean, I, I want you to be healthy. I want you to take care of yourself. I want you to have a happy, long life. But I don't want you to have to be killing demons in order to do it like I do. Yeah. I, I hopefully you would just be like, oh, I love running. Yay. And you just do it and it's, you're healthy. Like, yeah. That's it. I, I hope a lot of people don't have to do what I do, which is go to war against demons. Yeah. Four times even, a week. Five even times a week. when I was able to lose a shit ton of weight by working out, <laughs> that feeling that the positive side of my spectrum, which wasn't even like killing demons through battle charge it was just that like video game yeah like uh bike elliptical thing where Excite you could bike. run over other players <laughs> and i just the first time it happened i went oh 
<laughs> and that's what kept me going. <laughs> With Tomek, we had to fun. we had to establish a rule, which is uh, 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 no ego lifting or no ego. Because oh ego, I thought you meant eagle. No like, ego, lift it and go. <laughs> no ego, because I like whenever there's a whenever there's something to do. Um, like for example, if I had to lose weight, mm-hmm. like it, it's it's the mindset. And Johnny was awesome at saying this, and Johnny has actually held this as well. And that's how he's lost so much weight and gotten so healthy. Mm-hmm. But it's the statement of "I will do this, or I, I will die trying." Mm-hmm. Simple, and it's the Will Smith quote. Yeah, of like no, it's simple. I just I get on the treadmill and I say, "This is what I'm going to accomplish today," and I'm either going to do it or I'm going to die trying. I can't. I and don't have that do willpower. And that's the that's uh, that's actually the statement I had to use a lot in spin class. Yeah, spin class. If you do what they say to do in spin class, it's fucking intense so i remember when i did my first spin class and i was just pushed to my limit the next spin class i I walked in i sat down on the bike i started warming up and i said i'm doing this or i'm dying tonight and let's do like let's go yeah fucking bring it and and the lady walks in hi everybody she just walks in and gets on her bike (laughs) i hope everybody's ready i hope everybody's assholes lubed up (laughs) and i'm just in the front row right in front of her and, I'm, and I, I chose, I always chose the bike right in front of the instructor. Yeah. So I wanted to look at them like in their eyes. And show them how angry you were. <laughs> no, but just, I wanted to stare at this thing that was. At the demon that you're trying to kill. <laughs> no. I wanted to stare at this person that was causing the suffering. Yeah. And just say like, you're not going to break me. Yeah. Okay. Fucking Out loud? <laughs> no, I wasn't going to say it, but just. But I needed that motivation because I once yeah, yeah. did a class like two, three rows back. Not the same motivation. If I'm face to face with my opponent, mm. it's just let's let's fucking go. Like, what do you got? I can, I could take everything you're throwing at me. Let's go. Yeah. And that's the mentality. I like it. And I don't have if I don't have that mentality, I can't do it. Yeah. That's something I've I've learned. I can't do any of this shit without that mentality. I guess it's the same for me. I've never tried to go into something having that mentality. It, it's, it's good. just well, it's so easy and it's so fun to quit but it's good that you, it's good that you just naturally don't go to that like i do though yeah like, i, I have to tap that in, is good though i have to tap into this like aggressive killer be killed mindset in order to do things i like that though i like i that's something that i wish i could get into i just go uh, and then i go back inside and play minecraft <laughs> if you want i have an extra gi we could do a short little like roll and then nothing that should light that little fire a gi like a uh uh, martial arts outfit yeah that could fit me yeah i'm twice your size yeah that might trust me my pants are huge oh okay yeah i have two different uniforms i had a i had a i had my beginner uniform and then i got a ceremonial uniform then my beginner uniform Started getting too fucked up. So then I had to wear the ceremonial uniform as my normal uniform. Hmm. So I have both. But hmm. there's nothing like fighting to stay, you know, fighting to survive than quite literally trying to protect yourself. Right. I did. I have a cousin who is is want to wrestle <laughs> when he sees me. He's 30 and he just loves putting me in a headlock. And boy, do I hate it. So I guess that's my like... Like a standing guillotine or like a standing bulldog choke? Like a standing and then like I'll try to like... From the side? 
Yeah. So you're both facing one direction. Yeah. So I'll come up from behind and do it. Yeah. What's uh, that I, called? That's a that's a bulldog. Okay. I could uh, I could show you some tricks. I mean, I I that's when I get into that killer be killed, but it's mostly out of how much I hate it. I know he's not going to hurt me, but boy, do I hate when he does that. And like, I can I could go too far. Like I could hurt him if I wanted to because he started it. <laughs> how big like, is he? Um, he is shorter than me. He's very fit. He works out. Uh, he was a Marine and now is an EMT. Um, I don't know. He's, he's fit. He's fit. I would Tomek. He's Tomek. Maybe not that. Okay. I, I think Tomek is more fit than him, but. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll show you tricks. Okay. I'll show you tricks. <laughs> but it's fun. <laughs> Does he do it in the winter too? What? He does it every time he sees me. Yeah. So yeah, Thanksgiving, Christmas. Yeah. He does it in the oh, winter, I guess. It's better in the cold weather. Oh yeah, Easter. It's better in the cold weather because he has longer clothes. Yeah. More handles. Okay, okay. More grips. <laughs> if you wear shorts, it's harder because there's less grips. Yeah. So if he has clothes on, that's... Yeah. Ooh. Always jeans. If you could give me any jeans advice. Uh, sweaters in the winter. Well, sweaters um, sweaters are, are pliable, so those will rip. Oh. But if you have jeans... I'll rip them. No. <laughs> So the so here's a tenant of uh, of jujitsu at least you attack you always attack the base yeah you always attack the base of somebody like you, the hips uh, not so much so hips are hard so to to be successful in attacking hips you need to have leverage on hips because mm-hmm. hips are the focal point for us so yeah. you need to have leverage so like if you do like a, a floating hip toss or like you do like a, a hip throw your hip actually has to be off alignment. Uh, in order to have the leverage for that movement. So you don't really want to necessarily attack the hips. You can attack the hips, but it's easy to attack the legs. Okay. That's usually what I go for because he puts me down in the headlock. I'm like, oh, cool, some thighs. And then I like lift up his thighs and sometimes I can get him to the ground. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Nice. It's fun in like the worst way possible. Well, see, when you say wrestling, I immediately think he's trying to shoot a double or or like a single leg on you. We're literally wrestling like children. <laughs> Like playground recess wrestling. In oh, dude, mom's yeah, kitchen. dude. If you just if you just learn how to how to like pull guard, and you just trap them down. Yeah, dude, you could just you should fucking do. You should go. You should fucking like <laughs> next time he pulls one on me, I just flip him upside down. No, and drop him. Fuck flipping him. Like next time, next time he attacks you, you fucking like your leg kick, switch, pull guard, Kidney. rip him down, get him into like rubber guard. You hook him up. Next thing you know, you got him like in in full lockdown. And then you're just fucking squeezing him. And he just instinctively taps. <laughs> he just starts tapping. He's like, uh-uh, uh-uh. <laughs> I don't see a referee. <laughs> I got you in rubber guard, motherfucker. Ooh. And then he starts to get out. You let him out. He starts coming over. You slip the right leg over and you grab that arm. And the next thing you know, Juji Akami. And it's just, ooh, arm bar. And then it's just. <laughs> there is an episode of The Office where Dwight is showing off new martial arts techniques. <laughs> and Jim convinces him to fight himself. And you just did that for me. <laughs> You had yourself in a ball. <laughs> Rubber guard. Uh, actually, I won't get into it. I won't get into it. I won't get into it. It's, it's, it's too much. It's too much. Yeah. But yeah, no. See, now I want to end the episode so we can fucking do shit. I don't like the way you keep saying these things. <laughs> Why? I want to. Oh, do you want me to pause the episode? I could put my elbow in your ass. I want to end the episode so we could do shit. I can release your glute. Okay. That's sure. I'll use that term. I do need to release my glute later. I can help you. Like in the bathroom. Oh, okay. 
Never mind. <laughs> like poop. Oh, I got a poop. Poop. Caca. Caca. <laughs> um, what else is new? What else is new? Yeah. Um, speaking of jujitsu, I was actually saying. Uh, so I don't. I I've never done no. I've done no gi like maybe a handful of times. What's no gi? Uh, no gi is when you wear basically just spats. What well, spats? Spats. <laughs> it's basically just wearing compression wear. So I just have okay. long compression like yoga yeah. looking pants, and yeah. I have like long rash guards up top. Um, it's just, yeah, I, I could pull it down. It's right there in the, in the closet next to you, but, uh, that's no gi when you don't have the jacket and the flowy pants. Yeah. Um, and I personally think no gi is way better for MMA. I think it's the only way to do MMA because you don't wear clothing in MMA for that you can use to attack. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah, think it's all gi tight. I think gi jujitsu is fantastic for real life application because everybody typically wears clothes, mm-hmm. and when you fight somebody, they're probably going to be having something you can grip, mm-hmm. uh, especially in cold weather where they have jackets. That's basically wearing like a judo top. It's just you can just come on the inside yeah. and do a collar choke it's or like wearing handles. That's literally what it is. You're wearing handles. It's just, oh, you're gonna wear a big heavy jacket and attack me. Oh, this is. Quite literally, cool. I can come up on both sides and I can choke you with your jacket. Like this is beautiful. <laughs> like this is you just make this so easy. So, I, uh, so I actually got invited. I, I, I have I forgot to respond to her. I feel bad. I gotta respond to her tomorrow at work. She invited me to a fundraiser. Uh, she because she trains nogi, and I really want to go because a I haven't done martial arts in about a year at least. Oh wow! Ever since my school closed down. And two, I've never really done nogi, so it'd be really cool to get a foundation of what nogi is like mm-hmm. uh, compared to just doing nogi with uh, my former uh, classmates mm-hmm. um, that I've I've trained with after. Um, so I think it'd be really cool. But at the same time, it's weird because it's a it's a mindset you got to get into, and that's something I remember when I would go to class of just I need to I'm I'm gonna try to hurt this person, and it's a weird mentality of just. Yeah. Because when it comes down to it, I don't want to hurt somebody. Right, exactly. Because I've been hurt, and it sucks. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's not fun. It, it's really I not fun. I could not do that. It's uh, it's hard. It's it's hard because I, I think, because I, I did martial arts for six years straight, and after still doing a move, and they tap out, and they go down, and they tap out, and you let go, I would still just, I would still always say just, oh, sorry, you're all right? Like... <laughs> That's like an immediate reaction. Sorry, you're right. You're right. All right, cool. It's just yeah, yeah. The only people I wouldn't do that with. No, no, I would still do it. I would still do it with the black belts. There were two black belts in my class, and even with them, I would still do it, even though they were four ranks above me and doing it an extra five years <coughs> of just that art alone. They're the last people you need to apologize to. Yeah. So, but you still did. <laughs> yeah, they were just. I'm. I'm fine. <laughs> I'm fine. This has happened to me yeah. 600 times. Yeah. Just, okay. 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 <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So th- I think it would be weird, but I think it'd be cool to get back into it a yeah. little bit. Maybe try it out. Maybe try it out and see. Mm-hmm. Um, to answer your original point, I always thought I was an introvert, but oh yeah, that point. <laughs> I've been told. <laughs> yeah, that was left in the past, right? <laughs> I I always thought I was an introvert, but everybody tells me I'm an extrovert. Hmm. Everybody says I'm an extrovert. Everybody says, oh, you hang around at parties. You always talk to random people. Oh, you always go out with people when they invite you, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. 
And I always think, nah, like I'm pretty introverted. I feel, I mean, I almost always go out when I'm invited somewhere if I can. Right. And my problem is I usually like overbook myself, Ah. like double book. Ah. Like, oops, I have three plans at the same time tonight. Mm. Which one am I going to do? Yes. Um, I literally, literally never initiate. I like do not remember the last time I invited someone to hang out or do anything. Um, you invited me to Endgame. All right. Yeah, I did that. Um, you, you invited me to Little City. Well, that's we were just like talking about it. It's like, oh, yeah, we should do that and blah, blah, blah. But I think whoever had that conversation with about different ways to recharge we are also having an introvert extrovert conversation and i think the difference is social battery and the way you recharge like introvert me i go to a party i am the first to leave and i go home and i sit there and i do nothing i leave i don't have any plans i'm just i'm done like this is it this is all i can handle of this party where extroverts i think get energy from that party like if you had if you had one day off say you were working six days a week and you had one day off would you go to a party on your day off and feel like that was a great day or would you just stay at home and do nothing and feel like that was a great well, day i would do nothing i would never do nothing on a one day off i would get all my errands done. well <laughs> I would yes get my laundry done i would clean but your free time prep, i would clean in both situations you get all your chores done and then at the end of that day everything's done you're like oh my gosh i'm all caught up on life how far away is the party (laughs) no because that matters is it over 45 minutes away i love you what what did i I do you're just immediately going into dubs mode efficiency (laughs) well that's how i think how long is the party is it byob yeah who's gonna be there who's there what ratio of people i know to people i don't know are gonna be i was gonna ask is it a friend of mine is it a random party is it people from work i don't know how many bathrooms are there is it a networking event you know is it in the city is it past the cities i don't know off of 91 is it off 84 i think here's why it doesn't matter the answer to me for all of the above is i'm not going (laughs) and pass fair enough or actually the answer is because i never deny plans i'll go and then i'll leave way earlier than is acceptable like it's always uh all right guys i'm gonna head out and people go oh really <laughs> like that's the it's you got here 30 minutes ago that's you every time i played overwatch with you okay uh-huh, guys, i'm uh-huh. about to leave and i'm like you played two games yeah what are you doing yes we have to warm up and fucking win win some matches here let's fucking go i'm glad you hate that because i felt super super self-conscious every time i did that because i'm like i'm pretty sure they hate this but yeah. that's i d- like log I, all right guys i gotta go i i'm now like unveiling two games this in. to you i'm unveiling this to you i would log out and just do nothing <laughs> two games in okay guys i gotta go what do you mean you gotta go you're our tank <laughs> Not anymore, bitch. Why? Now I gotta watch The Office. And now. you're just oh, I, I gotta I got, recharge. I gotta go. We're like, no, come on, just stay. Why? Where, where are you going? My social battery ran out. You don't. You're not even talking to us. You're calling positions. <laughs> hey, Farrah flank left side. Hey, Mercy's low. Mercy's low. <laughs> hey, I'm falling back. I would also. I, I need be, heels. I would be playing Overwatch for three hours, solo queuing with strangers, and then you would log on, invite me to a game, play two games, I'm done. <laughs> like, that's what I'm talking about with the social battery thing. 
That's not a social. You're thing, there, though. and I'm there, and we're there together. That's social. We're battery. not talking about anything other than the match. There's certain. Just we need a hit scan. Somebody hit scan. There's certain ways you're expected to act, and when I am expected to act in certain ways, other than the normal way of just uh, flayed out on the couch with a phone in my hand and listening to the TV in the background, it's draining. <laughs> So if that's so draining, then what did what was camping like? Amazing. <laughs> I did nothing for four days. You just laid in your tent? Four days of recharging with two other introverts you who just, were just recharging next to me. So you guys all just laid in your tents? No, we lay we sat in chairs around the fire and just stared at the fire and every once in a while we would talk about something. And there were three of us, which is perfect. Because you know how like every time when you hang out with a group of three people, there's always that one man out? Mm-hmm. That's even better for an introvert. Oh, let me be the one man out. You guys talk about fucking Tom Petty or whatever. I don't give a shit about Tom Petty. I'm just going to sit here and hold the coffee mug and just stare at the fire. Oh, my God. It was beautiful. <laughs> Four days. See, I can do that for maybe an evening. And no, then man. it's just, okay, let's. You're an extrovert. Or I'm just active. Extrovert. <laughs> I think I'm just active. I don't think I'm an extrovert. Yeah, the the extrovert is like you're an active social person. I was going to say you're socially active. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm saying when people come up and talk to me when I'm doing hockey stuff or I'm at the gym, I don't really want to talk to anybody. It's just, dude, I'm yeah. here doing work. What do you want? Yeah. Fuck off. <laughs> I'm in the middle of doing some intense shit. Why are you over here bothering me and wasting my time? Mm-hmm. That's... So anyways, so the fire. So I'm assuming there was a beautiful fire if you stared at it for four days. There was a beautiful fire. Um, so did it rain? It did. We'll get there. Uh, that's that's day three and a half. Mm. Um, it, we went up to Vermont. Uh, two coworkers from Apple, Steve and Tom. Great guys. How, how Love did it them. smell? Uh, like it smelled like fall. Funny you should ask. Yeah. I get major nostalgia waves when I smell the fall air. Yeah, like you, we all know that smell. It hits me harder than any other that season. New England fall smell. Oh yeah, yeah it's baby. so unique. Oh, reminds baby. me of trick or treating as a kid. Yep. It reminds me of all my birthday parties because my birthday's home off in the October. Bus when it's cold out. Oh yeah, Getting home when it's warm. Mm-hmm. Hot cocoa. Oh god, keep going. Um, smells like being outside and not having to mow the lawn anymore. <laughs> Because the grass isn't growing. Oh, it's it reminds me of the cold mornings when you walked out and you'd be like, you'd inhale, and it would be super cold, and you would see the frost on the lawn and be like, fuck, it's cold. There's frost on the lawn. You have oh, to walk, yeah. I have to walk to the bus stop by yep. myself and just stand there. And just stand there cold. and be like, look, I'm a dragon. <sighs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Just, <sighs> or I'm a smoker. Smoking yeah. so cool, everybody. Yeah, check it out. <sighs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Check it out. Yeah. I'm a dragon. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> anyway. Anyways, Vermont. Vermont. Uh, the town Steve grew up in. I didn't know until very recently he grew up in like the dead center of Vermont. Oh, so we drove all the way up there. There was a campground on a lake there. So we were like 200 feet away from this huge ass lake. Um, yeah, drove up. We were originally really bummed. It was like a campsite campsite. Um, so like you get a lot and it's like X amount of feet. They're usually pretty small. The one we got was like 
it felt like a parking space. Like there was a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. And there were like trees here and there, like every third or fourth lot, but it was mostly just patches of dirt. And we're like, this fucking sucks. And there was a family right next to us with, with an kids. RV and a kid riding uh. her bike on our spot already. We're like, that's going to be a problem because yeah. there was woods to the other side of them. So if she wanted to ride her bike, she had to get through our spot. Yeah. And like, we don't want to just bro out for four days next to this family the lady had i want to speak to your manager haircut so we're like this isn't happening so we went back inside after they said you're lot 42 or whatever they were lot 41 we went back inside can we have a different lot <laughs> and they're like uh yeah sure let's pull up the map and there was like a a zigzaggy grid where it showed lot 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 and then there was like this random loop that went around like this big chunk of woods and it was like a hundred and then 200 feet 101 and then 200 feet 102 and we're like is anybody up in those hundreds and they're like actually no not a lot of people take those we'll take the one in the middle <laughs> And no one was on either side of us. We could not hear or see another person the whole time we were there. And we were in the woods woods. So no no lot, dirt lot. Vermont woods. That's the you will die woods. Not like woods (laughs) down here where it's just. We were in between site 101 and 102. There was a sign that said bear crossing or whatever. Yeah, we were in the woods woods. Okay. Um, and also like 200 feet away from this lake. So when was we were, it, it was too cold for mosquitoes though, right? Yes. Okay. Oh dude, I'm so sold on October camping over summer camping. Oh yeah. yeah. 100%. It's 100%. too hot and muggy, muggy and it's going to rain anyway. Yeah. And yeah. Oh my God. It was beautiful. You get to wake up, put on the sweatshirt, get your winter hat on. Uh, normally you wouldn't wear a winter hat in October, but cause you're going to be outside all day and then you go heat up water on the fire and pour the shitty Starbucks instant coffee in it and just sip on it for a couple hours and just sit around the fire and just try to stay warm for an entire day. Oh my God. It's amazing. Um, I like how much you like camping. Yeah, I, I do like too. It. I like that. I like that. I think it's really cool. You like camping so much. Yeah, it's okay. great. Um, so uh, we set everything up and we're like, holy shit, I am so glad we asked to move because it went from, oh, this is going to be the worst trip we've ever done to this is already the best trip we've ever yeah. done because it's usually like five, six, a couple times it's been like eight dudes camping and just three this time because nobody wants to go camping with us in October. Um, yeah. And then we just we plan out our all our food and we go all out with the food. So the first night we had like a big thing of chili with biscuits. It was a biscuit themed camping trip. Ooh. Almost every meal just had like uh, Pillsbury like pop can biscuits um, that we cooked in like this camp oven propane little one cubic foot oven. Um, and then slept like shit the first night. Like <laughs> I don't ever remember falling asleep or waking up. But I know that eight hours eight hours had passed. Why couldn't you sleep? Was it too noisy? Too flat. You're sitting on the you're laying on the ground with like a inflatable like half inch thick mattress with a sleeping bag and like forty degree weather. Got a hammock, baby. Yeah, maybe that'd be cool. You uh, is that warmer though? Uh, technically, if you don't bundle up, it's not because air passes through the bottom. Yeah. That's why in the summer, I was actually cooler in a hammock than I was in a bed. Yeah. But I would, like, when I slept in a hammock as a bed for, like, four or five years, Mm -hmm. that was with, uh, like, a comforter. I would just, like, burrito up in. (laughs) A big cocoon. Yeah, cocoon in. But if you go camping, you just 
basically put the sleeping bag in the hammock and then yeah. undo the sleeping bag. You just lay in the sleeping bag, pull it down, zip, zip it up, <laughs> and then you're just cocooned in your sleeping bag. Yeah, and then you just don't move for eight hours. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. Um, oh, God, I miss sleeping in my fucking hammock. Oh, as a bed. I miss that shit. Sorry, continue. Again. Get it again. I still have it. Set it up. What are you uh, waiting for? I have to drill holes in, in the studs in the wall with my eye hooks. All right. I don't own this place. You can patch it. I don't want Get to patch putty, it. Get some putty, sandpaper, paint. It. I don't want to have to patch it. Anyway. Uh, um, day two, we had our steaks. We have steaks every time we go camping. As you should. I think I've showed you some of mm-hmm. the steaks we've done in the past. We were thinking of what we are going to do for steaks this time. We went up in Steve's uh, BMW sedan, so it was tight. We had like all of our backpacks in there, our cooking stuff, our uh, like the big tent, um, the big like kitchen canopy thing that we always use just in case it rains, uh, and then a couple other things. So you had like the roof box thing, and then like it was packed. So the like roof rack, yeah, the, yeah. the like roof rack. Is it Pod. called a roof rack pod thing? Yeah. yeah. There's some name for it. Um, roof cargo box. But um, so it was like packed and we're like, let's get all the food there. There's like a um, price trapper like 10 minutes away. So we'll just go there. We'll find whatever steaks they have on sale. And then on the way up, he was like, I'm just curious. Let's see if they have any like butcher shops. There's a butcher shop even closer than the price trapper. <laughs> so we're like, oh, fuck yeah. And it's called Vermont Butcher Shop. Has like 200 reviews on Yelp and it's like 4.9 stars. So we're like, oh, fuck yeah. Um, so we go there, we walk in and it's like picturesque. Draw me a picture of a butcher shop. <laughs> and it's like, Bad. it's beautiful. Like they have cows and pigs hanging in the back. A guy was like sawn into one of them and goes, oh, hey, let me know if you need me. <laughs> and uh, we're like, yeah, we we need a lot of meat, actually, because all of our <laughs> meals include meat. And especially tomorrow, which is steak night. So we got some stew meat. Uh, we got some ground beef for the chili. And he's like, what do you want for steaks? And we're like, what do you got? What's on sale? And he goes, well, Nothing's like on sale, uh, but we have this. Uh, I, this morning I have this ribbon, uh, bone in, bone in ribeye. Rib yeah, uh, and he showed it to us, and it was fucking fat. Is it like a tomahawk? Yeah, it looked pretty much like a tomahawk. It's like this big. <laughs> like I don't. What size would you equate this to to the people listening? Uh, bigger than a football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Picture yeah. a, a like a a two D football, that big. Yeah, that big. So he goes, "How thick do you guys want it?" And Steve just gives him like that look, and just puts his fingers out, and it's like two inches thick. And he's well, like, "Oh shit, you guys are kidding around. You want three, one for each of you?" He's like, "Yeah." And I was like. Guys, I ate like half mine last time. It's okay. I could have like a thin one. <laughs> like, no, no, no. And he goes, that's actually better so I could cut through the bone because like each bone is about yeah. the studs are like two <laughs> inches apart. <laughs> um, and then he cut them. I'm like, holy shit. Uh, actually. Uh, well, show me now. Show me after. No, but. while I'm describing, I got to show you this fucking <laughs> video I took of one of them. Um <laughs> Just okay. hit play. Um, so 
he he cut him put him on the uh the scale each one was three pounds oh my god <laughs> each of those steaks is three pounds and you can see I, I at the end i put my hand up to scale and it's it's the size of a football it's bigger than a football it's <laughs> it's your fingertip to maybe almost your elbow yeah. <laughs> <laughs> two inches thick each one was three pounds and then he wraps it up beeps it puts it on the uh puts the price tag on it and steve goes oh and puts his hand on his head and looks to us looks back over to where they were in like the display thing it says 18.99 a pound it was 174 dollars for the three steaks oh my god let me follow it up by saying it was the best steak i've ever had in my life it was so good i think it's legit halfway it's borderline almost to your elbow yeah <laughs> it's enormous like picture at home the fred flintstone like brontosaurus steaks that's like oh my god you guys spent almost 200 dollars just on those three just on those three and total, how much was the total like 230 dollars well split three ways i guess that's not the worst it was the most i've ever spent on a single meal <laughs> By far. How much? Uh, 174 divided by three. It was like... No, 234 divided by three, because that's the total price. Well, that was for the stew meat and the ground meat. That's 78 bucks. That's not bad. 78 bucks for all the meat? Yeah, per person. Yeah. That's not bad, man. And we, we, we like... You go to a nice steakhouse, that's how much a steak is at a nice steakhouse. He was like, you can't... It would be double this for the quality and size of steak that we just ate it w- would cost double this at a steakhouse yeah so 100 percent. yeah so that's a good deal it was so cool that's a good deal yeah that's a fucking steal from yeah. a butcher shop too so yep. it's fresh and it was fucking good <laughs> like oh just eating like we uh we browned the the ground beef before we like put in the the chili sauce and all that stuff and i just like took a couple bites i'm like that's like really good beef like just plain <laughs> beef it's really good yeah, because so, the ground beef is ground in-house. Yeah, 4.9 stars. I agree. Oh, my God. Good for you. Um, so, okay. So, steak, second night. Yeah. Uh, what was the carb? What was the starch? Potatoes? <sighs> Mac and we cheese. We do our thing. This is another staple that we will do every time we go camping. Mac and cheese. Uh, no. I uh, We get potatoes. We just get a potato. Poke holes in it. Steve, yep. He has the corn cob, uh, like, poker thing that you hold a corn cob by. Uh, we just like perforate it uh and then slather it with bacon grease <laughs> that bacon steve fat, saves yeah. in bacon fat that steve saves in a uh, an old salsa jar and then you put it in tin foil wrap it in tin foil just drop it in the coals how long like an hour hour and a half they fucking fry you can hear them frying like oh the bacon God. fat it's rad i altered mine and it is now a permanent alteration. I get sweet potatoes now. Ooh. Yeah, because when you when you unroll the foil, <clears throat> the skin is black. The skin is like not Charred. edible anymore. Yeah. And it's like mashed sweet potatoes on the inside. It is like a liquid. <laughs> it is so good. Ah. Uh, we also did a new thing this time. My mouth is watering. Where <laughs> we we get like the extra large tin foil or whatever. We like lay it out so it's like two or three squares long, and then we fold it up so it's like nice and thick. Uh, and we got like a whole uh, two onions chopped up, and then like a whole 
tub or whatever of mushrooms and just plopped it in and kind of mixed them together put in like half a stick of butter some salt and pepper and then like wrapped up the foil so it was like a, a dumpling and then just popped that on the fire for like 30 40 minutes and just sauteed them um to put on the steak and stuff like that mushrooms and onions it was bomb yeah it was really what good. did you season the steaks with salt pepper salt and pepper that's what Tom was doing in that video I showed you. Salt and pepper. Yeah, he's just yeah slapping them up with salt and pepper. Let him sit there for like half an hour on the table, just soaking it up, sweating. Dude, it was good. How'd and you, then how did you eat the steak? Did you guys cut it like in slices, or you just like chew into it like a fucking barbarian? No, we had it on plates, and uh, Tom has like a camping silverware set that has steak knives. Okay, so we had like forks and, now, did, you, and did you go proper did you cleanse the palate with a martini did you pair it with a nice dry red or uh water from a spigot <laughs> that was at the campsite and um later towards the end of the meal starbucks instant coffee it's camping <laughs> and i'll tell you what tubs i know steve doesn't drink so i understand that but... it, it never tasted better <laughs> okay. yeah that's the other thing i definitely would like bring booze myself but steve doesn't drink doesn't drink and tom like doesn't drink so i like why bother i'm not gonna be the only guy getting not hammered but like and you guys have gonna, cigars to finish no we didn't end up doing cigars i know you told me to but i was like man if they bring it up i'll go along with it but i found a cigar shop yeah straight from like red dead redemption <laughs> Nice. In uh, a town within a four minute, five minute drive from here. And I was able to get four cigars for $27. Nice. Like hand rolled in shop. Ooh. CT wrappers. That's really from Red Dead. Yeah. And I remember just, I remember just thinking, oh my God. And I had one on Sunday night. How was it? Oh, it was so, it burned so well. Mm -hmm. Um, It was so good. Uh, I'm going to have another one this week. So I have a cigar a month when it's nice out so mm-hmm. usually five six cigars a year i only i only had like two until this sunday where i had my third because so much shit went down this yeah. uh the summer of all oh, yeah. sh- like moving and getting all this other shit done so i haven't really had the time to go like research and get a good cigar mm-hmm. and now that i have like four completely different styles of like local cigars uh i'm, I'm excited to try them all out mm-hmm. and uh it's like an a cigar shop. Nice. Like, like that is what they are for. Like, no, like you can bring your own liquor and drink it while the TV is playing to watch the game with leather oh, seats. And yeah. You can sit there and you can, cause I walked in, there was a guy sitting down with a cigar and I was like, oh, Hey, how's it going, man? He was like, uh, good. I did. I thought, I thought it was working there. He was just, it was slow. So he was having himself a cigar and a drink and sitting down. Yeah. And then I started looking around at the cigars and they have tobacco pipes and all this other shit. And then, I look back and I realize they're watching the football game because it's Sunday. Mm-hmm. And I realize there's leather sofas and chairs and like giant, giant, like solid wood tables that they all have drinks on. Yeah. And like, I just oh, went, this guy's a patron. Yeah. And I just went, <laughs> oh, no, this is one of those shops. And <laughs> yeah. That's the only the only other shop I know besides that is the one in New Haven mm-hmm. where you can go in, smoke, uh, drink and actually just stay there and enjoy the stuff. Instead that's of just cool. Buying it and leaving. Yeah, and it's it's really cool, and they do like events and shit like that, and all this other stuff. So, pretty fucking cool. Pretty yeah, fucking cool. So, all right. So, steak. What was the uh, what happened with the rain? Yes. So that was we're on night two, by the way. Right. 
and then we had day three and night three, and then morning four, we're coming home. So the last morning was basically wake up, make breakfast, pack up, go home. It was going to start raining on day three at like noon all the way through to the end of day four. So basically noon tomorrow, it's going to be raining for the whole rest of the 24 hours we're here. That's going to suck. We like we've just we've dealt with that almost every time we've gone camping. I'm cursed. I've never gone camping where it didn't rain. Um, But I told my uncle a week before that I'm going to be going camping in Vermont. Cause he just bought like a house in Vermont, uh, like a weekend getaway house, which is dope. It's super baller of him. Um, but he's like, Oh my gosh, where are you going camping? I told him where he, I pulled it up on the map. He's like, that's like, that is the town where I live. It's like uh, five minutes off the highway. It would have been just a little bloop, like a pit yeah. stop, uh, to get to his place. So I told the guys like, they were like, let's just go home. Like we've been playing a lot of red dead online. <laughs> he's like, Worst case scenario, if it still looks like rain tomorrow, let's just go home and play Red Dead for our, our last two days off. And I'm like, I'm okay with that. Yeah. Like, got two solid days of camping. I have that big stake in me now. Um, but then I was like, you guys, would you want to go stay at my uncle's, like, house on the river, like, down in Jamaica, Vermont? Um, and they're like, oh, shit, yeah. Like, are you sure you'd be cool with that? I'm like... Yeah, he forced me to put it into his contacts, his address, and the pin code to get in the front door. So I'm pretty sure he's serious. Um, so I texted him. I'm like, is the offer still up for your house? He's like, dude, no one's there right now. It'll be perfect. I'll turn on the heat right now because he has like home kit and whatever. Oh, so nice. he turned it on from his place in Mystic. Um, and we did that. And sure, it like poured where we were oh, like an beautiful. hour higher that's so beautiful and we were like it started to drizzle as we put like the tent in the bag that morning we're like yeah. we did it we didn't have to <laughs> fucking pack up in the rain because yeah. it's the worst because then all your shit's wet yeah um and we went down and stayed at my uncle's place and steve kept saying holy shit at how nice this place was and huge it was it's five thousand four hundred square feet the house it's two acres it's on a river they have an indoor sauna and an indoor hot tub uh they have like a whole west wing of the house that they've fully converted and it's now an airbnb it's insane so like it went we went from camping in the woods woods to luxury for the last like day and a half and he has like this 80 inch tv in the living room that has like netflix and youtube and stuff like that and then a whole rack of blu-rays behind us so he watched just we watched pulp fiction 300 and then the hangover and it was like this is fucking perfect then we drove home it's that great. Nice. That's a very nice time. <laughs> yeah, it's a very nice time. It's Battery also fully recharged. Right. Good. Good for you. It's it's cool because uh, one of my friends was looking at properties in uh, Vermont, and it's cheap. Yeah, his was like Steve did some snooping, and I don't want to put my uncle on blast, but Steve was like, "Holy shit, Chris! Your uncle stole this house." Yeah. Like. Steve could not believe it. He had to like double check. He had to cross reference. There's a reason why a lot of people retire to Vermont and New Hampshire. Yeah, I would. It was beautiful. Well, New Hampshire, I think, has no state tax. It does not. Yeah. So New Hampshire itself is pretty fucking cheap. Yeah. And then Vermont is just a steal because nobody wants to move to Vermont because it's so woodsy. Yeah. And it's so like. I would. It's so rural. Oh, yeah, I would. I don't need to buy a truck, but I would. 
he was uh yeah exactly you'd need to get a truck but he like it, it lives in like the classic like stephen king new england town yeah where it's like three streets and then like some shops and a gas station yeah. and a library and he's like five minutes away from the center of town and it feels like he's in the middle of the woods i'd also want guns Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if I ever bought property For animals Vermont, and people. Yeah, if I was ever in Vermont and I bought property, oh, I have guns. Yeah, exactly. I also probably have, like, booby traps in my yard. Maybe some claymores. Maybe some... Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> maybe some pathways that I know I would never go down and nobody that would ever come should go down. And uh, I know if it gets tripped, it's because somebody's trying to sneak up at an angle that would be typically unapproachable. <laughs> So, Dubs, tell me again why, I was also why saying, your uncle died. <laughs> I was also saying um, one of my coworkers was dealing with uh, crime in his uh, neighborhood. Mm-hmm. I guess people are breaking into cars and stealing stuff and yep. just trying to jack cars. And I guess it's because they're kids. They're like juveniles. Yeah. So they're kids getting recruited by gangs to go do the work. Mm. And I guess the kids don't give a shit. Like one kid got shot by a Ooh. homeowner. And then the second they got out of the hospital, they just they were caught trying to do it again jesus so i was saying what happens put out bear traps like what is the like what is the ramification for it's just oh i was afraid of bears and the kid who was trying to break into my car who head up the other houses down the street happened to land in it and couldn't get his leg out and oops (laughs) yuck i got the kid I found him. You want him? I found him. No bears. Yeah. But there's a kid. There's a there's a criminal here if you want the criminal. Uh, my <laughs> parents live in Granby, like this little small farm town yeah. in Connecticut. And there's a bunch of, there's been a bunch of, not carjackings, but like car break-ins and garage break-ins and stuff like that. They still have no idea who the fuck it is. It's been going on for like a year. Bear traps. <laughs> Just bear trap. It. You're you're talking huge like steel like chunk like bear traps, right? Chunk. Yeah, yeah. Bear traps. Okay. It's just I was trying to catch a bear. It caught a criminal. Sorry, you lost your leg. But how about like a home security camera? That doesn't stop them. That's true. I'm not here to try to. I'm not here for for revenge. I'm here for preventative measures. Yeah. You yep. ain't driving the car when you only got one leg. That's true. Right? Bear trap. Ugh, bear traps are nasty. It is. They are, they are nasty. It's, you know what I mean? And just, you cover it up with something so they don't even see it. Just, oops, why are you walking on my yard and knocking on my garage windows at <laughs> two in the morning? <laughs> Looks like you found the bear trap. It's just... <laughs> That's a pretty good idea. <laughs> right? I'd be interested to see how much crazy dead shit you find in your bear trap. Like, oh my God, here's another raccoon. Oh my God, here's the neighbor dog. Neighbor and dog. it's just, and it's just, you go to court, and it's just, so, like, what are you going to charge me for? I was trying to trap a bear. <laughs> trying to trap a bear. <laughs> I thought there was a bear coming to my yard. And I want. <laughs> I don't think it's legal to try to trap a bear. Well, it it was there as a bear deterrent. I didn't want to uh, have any damage to my property from a bear. Yeah. Turns out I prevented prop- property damage from a a, a juvenile uh, delinquent. So, what would be the best way to deter a juvenile car thief? Oh, you know what the best one would be? Mm. Like, are we talking anything? Yeah. Ooh. They get in the car, and then they can't get out. 
the doors lock. The yeah. windows, or the windows are like bulletproof. Bulletproof break. <laughs> oh my god! And the best part is, there's nothing in the car. There's, just, <laughs> there's nothing in the car. They can't do anything. They yeah. just have to sit and wait, and then they wait, and then they wait, and then 7 a.m. The garage door slowly opens. You're and sipping you're just, coffee. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just staying in there because, and I'm just. Just thinking, oh, let me go see what's going on with my car. Hmm. And then I see a kid in there. You knew it went off at like 2 in the yep. morning. Just, <laughs> and you're nope. like, oh, I'll get that in the morning. I'll get that in the morning. <laughs> and then here's the best part. You, I Clearly they can hear me, right? So I just go like, so what are you doing? <laughs> right outside the window. <laughs> so uh, what are you doing? Yeah. And I just wait. And and I, at this, I record everything they say. Yeah. But you know what I do? I wait for them to tell me their side. Yeah. And then I just leave and I close the garage door again. <laughs> Are they in the garage? Oh, they're mine. Huh? They're mine now. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I want I want the garage I want the car to be outside of the garage. You open the garage door, you're inside it <laughs> sipping the sipping coffee. coffee. And then you're like, okay, you know what? Pop it into neutral. They pop it into neutral. You push it into the garage and close the door. <laughs> they don't even pop it into neutral. I I just I just have like a hook. I have a winch inside my garage. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> just slowly rolling the car. No, no. The They're kids shaking. like crying. They're shaking it. I'm just. This is horrible. Coffee. There's something wrong with us. I take my cigar. I put it. I put my cutter right at the end. Slice it off. <laughs> Cut off the end. I wet it. Take a match. This is too detailed. This is while the winch is like pulling the car in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just light a match. Start puffing. Make sure the whole thing is lit. Throw it out. And then flick it on the puddle of gasoline that's under <laughs> no, where the no, car no, no, is no, no, now. No. <laughs> no, I take my time. So I just have my cigar, do a little puff. I nod. I, then I, when the car pulls in, I detach the winch. I stand outside the garage. Yeah. Look at the kid. I just close the garage door. Boop, boop. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the garage door closes. This is like the end of a horror movie when the main character thought they were going to get away and then the, the villain or finds the beginning. them. Or the beginning. Yeah. And then, ooh. And then I just do whatever makes me happy. I just go to the gym. <laughs> you wow. have a kid now. <laughs> Yeah, basically. Now it's just I can just do whatever I want at this point. So I was like, and that is not how it works. I'll just go to the gym, and then uh, later that night I'll come back and I'll just open the door—not the garage door, the side door. Yeah, yeah. The door adjacent to the house. I'll just open the door just so the light in the hallways on, so just my silhouette is lit. <laughs> oh my god! And then I'll just stand there, and then I'll just have a drink. I'll have my seltzer, and I'll sip. And like you can hear the popping yeah. of all the bubbles inside the can. Yeah, and I'll just go, you thirsty? <laughs> <laughs> or no, let me hit you with this. You open the door, you see the silhouette, you take a sip of whatever you're drinking, and you go, ah. <laughs> and then you just leave the door and close it. <laughs> you just come in and just check on them. Yep, God, exactly. this is horrible. I sure would like to move on from this subject. And the only light I ever show inside the garage is from like a mag light. So I just so they can never see your face. Yep. So I just I look at them. And I just keep shining in their face. Yeah, you know what? I prefer bear trap now. <laughs> I like that idea. But how fun would that be? That would be fun. <laughs> 
Speaking of Overwatch. <laughs> Speaking of bear traps. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah. I, I go ahead, I guess. I think we're going in different directions. Well, I was going to talk about Blizzard. Oh, okay. I was just, oh, I I was just setting up a horrible segue. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Speaking of bear traps, this shit Blizzard's been up to. So, mm. I obviously, I knew this was going on because it's all over Reddit. Well, explain it. Yeah, okay. Then okay. you said you wanted to talk about it, so I did some, like, a fish research on it. Tell the people what, what, what this is. So... There is a Hearthstone, which is one of Blizzard's games. It's their like virtual Magic the Gathering yeah. ripoff game. It's a card game. Um, it's pretty good, actually. I played the shit out of it for a while, and yeah, it's, it's, it's fun. fun. It's fun. Um, they had it was a tournament, I believe, and it was in China, I think, because the casters, the the people who were hosting it, I guess, were speaking Chinese, and the person who won this tournament uh his name is blitz chung um that's his username is also he was speaking chinese um mandarin and uh basically what it boils down to i have not seen no i've not been unable to find a translation like a transcript of what they actually said but i've seen the video and it was very like oh my god i can't believe he just said that type of thing but i think the casters the hosts like asked him if he had any thoughts about the situation in Hong Kong and Blitzchung, the guy who won the tournament winner said like Hong Kong forever. He basically said like what, whatever their motto is right now, Wakanda forever, it basically Wakanda forever. But Hong Kong's current version of that is like Hong Kong will survive. Yeah. Hong Kong fights strong or something yeah. like that. Um, free which Hong is, Kong, yeah, free Hong Kong. And it's the, it's a very, I guess, controversial. It's not controversial thing to say. It's just a very anti-China thing to say right now. Uh, and Hearthstone and a lot of Blizzard games are huge in China. A lot of like Western things are getting huge in China. So Blizzard, like the NBA, huh? <laughs> like the, the NBA. NBA. Yeah. Um, ugh, fuck. <laughs> um, that I don't know so much I'll about, but it's one. a very similar situation, I'm sure. Blizzard, the company that makes Hearthstone, they also make World of Warcraft and Starcraft and Overwatch and Heroes of the Storm. Um, they banned Blitzchung from Hearthstone tournaments for a year revoked his prize money and fired the two casters who apparently worked for blizzard uh like hosting their events fired them for interviewing him and the basis of this was it is against their policy it is like strictly in the terms and conditions that you cannot make any uh political stance on a blizzard stream which that part is true <laughs> Right. It is strictly in their terms and conditions that you cannot make a political stance on stream. The internet does not like this <laughs> at all. Like, I've never seen so many people so unified. I don't know. The loot boxes for Battlefront were, was a pretty strong front. Okay, yeah. The loot, <laughs> I think the loot boxes for Battlefront is still the the number one most downvoted comment on Reddit yes. still. They're yes. like... Uh, yeah, that was oh, that was just such a beautiful thing. That was something I was one hundred percent behind. This one, it's a we like. 
So Blizzard fired them. Blizzard took the money back. You broke the terms and conditions. Like, sorry, bye. Uh, and the internet is like, Blizzard is pro-China. They're siding with this communist country. Every voice matters. Every, yeah, their whole, uh, their motto, like the Blizzard motto, that's an, on a plaque in front of their office is every voice matters. And then they're, they're anti this Hong Kong movement and things like that, which I completely bought into originally. And then when you said you wanted to talk about this, I did research mm -hmm. and I'm way more in the middle now because the NBA also did something similar. Yep. And Apple, you know about the Apple part of the story? With the app. With the app. Yep. There's this app that is made to track police presence in Hong Kong. It's an app made by protesters for protesters so they can know which areas have a higher concentration of police activity so they can protest in other areas so the police will have to come to them and then you can track that they're on their way and then you can and keep avoiding them and stuff like that. They originally allowed that app on the App Store after like some debate of whether or not they would. They decided to and then for whatever reason, I don't know exactly why, they revoked it. So now everybody is saying Apple is pro-China, but everybody's being a lot softer on Apple because they completely understand that China has six times more people than America and iPhones are exploding over there. And China would basically be like, okay, you cannot make or sell iPhones in our country anymore because you're violating our terms. It is illegal for them to be allowing that app, which Apple was really originally like, yeah, human rights. We're allowing it. We don't care what you say. And they're like, uh, hello, we're China. <laughs> no, no, no. And they're like, okay, never mind. You're right. It's illegal to do that over there. And then they just secretly released it again. Did oh, you, they did? Did you hear that? No. Without As of reading it like with, a few hours ago. Without an announcement, they made it available in the app store. <sighs> they just went, no, 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 totally. We agree. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> they just they just let it because it's available again in the Chinese app store. Yeah, so I get, I think we could put a pin in that, like not put a pin in, but we could put a bow on the Apple situation a lot quicker than the Blizzard yeah. situation. Because did you see Tim Cook's statement? He sent out a memo to all employees no. that immediately leaked online. Obviously, right. like I, he had to have known it was going right. to get online. So it's basically a public statement. It's basically saying that. It violated the App Store's terms and conditions, not just China's laws, like in they general. pulled it from China's laws in general, but it violated the App Store's because people were using it to target specific police members and it was inciting violence against those prolific, per, specific police members. And then someone broke down his entire statement bit by bit and said, false, 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 false. It is impossible. You can't track individual police presence. It's just like it shows like a cloud, like it's like a weather app. It yeah. just shows things. So you, there's no way to see a single person. So like that's false. That's false. Like this seems super fishy. So that makes sense that they quietly released it back on. But I saw one comment I read that perfectly summed up the Apple situation, which I think is really similar to the Blizzard situation, not quite, where they said it's a damned if you do, damned if you don't situation. Either you allow the app on the app store and people download it and you lose billions of dollars in China. Maybe you aren't able to make the iPhones in China. You're, the prices for all the manufacturing skyrocket. You have to either jack up the price or not make nearly as many of them or whatever. So many people in China are able to buy them anymore. 
you lose billions of dollars. Or there's a, a week where you're in the news saying Apple is supporting China instead of Hong Kong. Boo. And you keep making billions of dollars. Okay. Do you know about the Hong Kong and China protests? Y- yeah. Yeah. So for those who don't know, uh, the China-Hong Kong protest is basically Hong Kong is being assimilated by mainland China. Yeah. And clearly it's going a little bit more violently than expected mm-hmm. uh, because the people of Hong Kong are basically under their own jurisdiction and they are going to have to be, if this assimilation is completed, they will be under the legislation of mainland China, which yeah. is communist dictatorship. Yeah. So Hong Kong is basically saying, nope, we are not letting that happen. And China saying, you are one of us, join us. And uh, riots and, and police shootings and all this other stuff. So yeah, it's very violent over there. Yeah. Uh, so that's and what's it, going on. And it has um, been for like six weeks. Four months. Four, yeah. So <laughs> that's what I meant. Four <laughs> fucking months, right? So uh, ugh, stop squeaking. So uh, for the NBA side, um, Daryl Morey, uh, the general manager of the Houston Rockets, um, is the guy who tweeted about his support for the protesters in Hong Kong. Mm-hmm. And... When he did that, the fallout was pretty fucking intense. He tweeted out, fight for freedom, stand with Hong Kong. And what happened is that at the time, mm-hmm. um, actually, it's still happening now, uh, the NBA is trying to complete a deal with Chinese, with uh, China for like broadcasts and showing games and having players come up and playing games in China, much like the NFL does in England. Okay. And stuff like that. Oh, interesting. So it's a big venture globally, but also China, I think, is the biggest international customer to the NBA. Yeah. On the mark. Easily. Easily. So there's actually players over there now. There's like all the all star players, the teams over there to play like uh, exhibition games and shit like this. Hmm. Um, Yeah. So after that tweet, the timing is pretty bad. Uh, LA Lakers and Brooklyn Nets are in China to play two preseason games, but now the national broadcaster CCTV is refusing to broadcast those games because it's state-run TV. Um, so because of that, the online streaming partner they have called Tencent, uh, they had to follow, and they said we're not going to broadcast NBA games in China as well. So this is a huge deal on the NBA side, and this is why Adam Silver... Um, the commissioner of the NBA came out and said a whole bunch of shit about like, you know, the Houston Rockets don't speak for the NBA and their views and stuff like that. And that's what people are saying. Oh, you're just bending over for China, blah, 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 blah. For let, let's just, so you said you're in the middle on this. So are you on the side of the company or you're on the side of the company should stand with the protests going on and the, the fight against communism. I'm in the middle. So. I I get both sides completely. So who do you support? If I, as a customer, I say the company has to support these people who are trying to have their voices be heard. So they're fighting for their freedom for four months. Being shot at. Yes. For their freedom. If I was the commissioner of the NBA, I sure would like that money. <laughs> and like, I... <sighs> Capitalism, baby. Yes. <clears throat> Make I saw, your money. I saw another Reddit post that also summed it up where it was like, 
God damn it, I can't wait for China to implode on itself again because they currently have every American company by the nuts. It's like they can't do anything. Right. Like those companies will hurt. Like be crippled. But they would survive. Yeah. You think Apple's gonna get gonna have its legs taken out? I don't think so. I think Apple would get crippled. I think, I think a- they would survive. I think Apple would move to India. Yeah. In Vietnam. But that would take a long ass time. It would be a very expensive move. And they would lose that whole they would lose a third of the Earth's population customer base. Right. So remember when I said earlier, I think or late last year, I said on the podcast, I said, I think the year's gonna be full of blood. I think mm-hmm. it's gonna be all the skeletons are out the closet, everything's reaching a boiling point, shit's going down, mm-hmm. everything's gonna be taken out and thrown onto the floor and we're going to see we're going to see reform we're going to see you know well it's just you know blood's going to be shed yeah you know this is another part of that i and i don't mean i don't i'm not trying to be uh snarky with a literal reference to the protesters of hong kong i'm trying to say in the sense that these corporations are either going to bleed Mm -hmm. or they're going to show their colors and stand for mm-hmm. um, their business practices and ideals. Now, you're right. Blizzard has a TNC that was violated. Mm-hmm. They're standing by their TNC, and they're doing what they think is right for that end. Mm-hmm. But this isn't as simple as, oh, they said they hate Trump, or oh, they said they're voting for Elizabeth Warren. This is a, oh, they're saying we stand with the people who, who are fighting day in, day out for the past four months to not be assimilated into a communist regime. We're, basically, it's the rebellion versus the empire, and they said, hey, 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 you're not supposed to say you care about the rebellion. That's basically, that's kind of what they said. Now, yeah. they have the right to do that because it's their company. It's freedom of speech. Yes. For both the pro to, for the broadcaster and for the company. It, yeah, as the company, it's freedom of limitation of speech. Yes. You're not free of consequences, mm-hmm. as we all know, right? With everything in America, I feel like we are at this point where imagine if nobody said anything in support of Hong Kong. Like, yeah, where does that put us as as a global society? Right, if nobody's saying stand with Hong Kong, support Hong Kong, yeah, like well, what does that say, right? Now, this goes back to, this ties directly back into the Joker. This ties directly back into Sticks and Stones with Dave Chappelle. Mm-hmm. It goes back to the thing that speaks the most in this world is money. Yeah. That is how you really make change. It's not just with violence. It's not just with blood in the streets. You really also make change with where do you put the lifeline for companies and people, which is money. Mm-hmm. Do you put it into their wallets? Do you watch Dave Chappelle's special? And give him the views. Do you give money to the box office for Joker? Like, like, are you are you voting with your wallet? Yeah. Are you putting your political ideals with your wallet into where you want it to be? And with China, it's really hard because as much, especially as the Republican base currently wants to proclaim how proud, proudly American, uh, how proudly American manufactured things are. We're still, you know, pretty much sucking on the tit of China for mm-hmm. our manufacturing lines <laughs> for the majority of all of our things. Yeah. So 
I mean, even Trump's hats are made in China. Yes. You know, the uh, Make America Great Again hats. And I'm, yep. So it's just. <laughs> Whoo. What I'm saying is, is this has to be, unfortunately, the line in the sand has been drawn. Mm-hmm. And it's, you're either. It's not, this isn't like you're with the rebellion or with your, or you're with Saul. It's not like that. How mm. bad is this getting? It's you're with the rebellion or you're with the empire. Ooh. That's what this is. Because if nobody said anything about Hong Kong or if nobody was joining Hong Kong's protest or trying to shed light on it, let's put, look at it this way. If let's say Blizzard did support the Hong Kong rebellion. Yeah. Let's say they did support what the this caster said, um, this gamer said. What if they did support it? What change happens from that? What real change impacts over there in Hong Kong? I guess nothing. Right? Like, what, what really changes if they do that? So Blizzard, in this case, has everything to lose by doing that. Unless they join the rebellion by doing that. And by joining the rebellion, what happens? By doing if, what? If every company stood up and said, morally, we have to support the rebellion of Hong Kong mm-hmm. to for them to survive, mm-hmm. right? China says... Puts up the middle finger. Fuck all of you! How dare you offend us and insult us and think you can you can do this to us directly to our faces? All of your contracts are shredded. All your manufacturing lines are destroyed. Mm-hmm. Like we're cutting off all supplies from China. And then everybody goes, okay. Then we're all going to go to the next place. Yeah. What happens to China? Yeah, exactly. What's the what's the one step back for two steps forward here for the world if that happened? Does yeah. China remain a superpower? Or does China all of a sudden no longer have business? Yeah, that's true. Because they cut it off with everybody. Or do they change because they need to stay in business? Or do they change to the capitalist agenda of what hits the bottom line? And that is letting Hong Kong be free mm-hmm. and maintaining international trade and supply and manufacturing lines so we have import-export businesses. Yeah. Right? Right? Like, isn't, isn't that the cool part? Like, at, at face value, it's almost like... Yeah, companies lose money or they gain nothing, right? But mm-hmm. at the real heart of it, if you realize the line in the sand is drawn tight mm-hmm. and it's either rebellion or empire, mm-hmm. which side are you on? If everybody joined the rebellion, mm-hmm. that's what happens. Yeah. So what? So Nike and Apple, uh, I'm just listing companies, Amazon, Vans, shoes, whatever. <laughs> if everybody fucking joined the side of fuck China, mm-hmm. we stand with Hong Kong, we don't care if you if we piss you off, China. You can tell us to fuck off. What does China do? Where's China going to get business from? If yeah. every company said, yeah, fuck you. We're all on the side of the rebellion. We're with Hong Kong. Hmm. Oh, you don't want to do it? We're either going to... We're going to do what Trump's been saying. Manufacturing's coming back to America. We're going to go to Vietnam. We're going to go to Taiwan. We're going to go to Thailand. We're going to... Or Taiwan. We're going to Thailand. We're going to Vietnam. We're going to India. We're going to all... Pakistan. We're going to all these other places to manufacture. Mm -hmm. So guess who's getting all of our money? Those fucking places. Yeah. That could happen. It it didn't... It probably won't. But... (laughs) So... And then there's... I feel like there's the... There's like a catch-22 to it. Because if Blitzchung said the go Hong Kong, I stand with Hong Kong and Blizzard did nothing, nobody would have heard about it. It's currently the only thing people are talking about on Reddit right now. Right. So 
I don't think Blizzard knew that that was going to happen. I don't think they said, let's ban him so we actually get more people talking about it. I don't think that's what they did. I think they... But in doing so, that is what they did. Well, everybody thinks that they banned him to say, we can't offend our Chinese market. Yeah. We need to retain our Chinese market because they are a large part of our Yeah, that is probably what they did. So what do you think about the NBA then? With what the NBA did? Uh, It seems like China's doing more there. Well, China's responding the most like like aggressively to that. Yeah. But the like, NBA's trying to backtrack and trying to... NBA's trying to suck China's dick. But China's like, no, we're already broken up, bitch. Yeah, yeah, exactly. China's yeah. trying to say, this, it's done. Yeah. It's done. It's not happening. Yeah. I don't know. I I think... And, and Adam Silver is like, no, no, no. That was just one guy on a team. He does not represent the league. That's not what he's saying. No, no. And China's like, nope, nope, nope. I've heard enough. I've seen enough. Yeah. I think that guy on Reddit said, I can't wait for China to implode. It's disgusting how they have every American company by the balls. I I think and I hope, as a, a huge Apple fanboy, I hope that's true that they secretly re-release the app on the App Store. And if Apple's going to be the one, because... Yeah, I sent you the quote on it. Apple has approved an app that lets people track the movements of Hong Kong police and avoid potentially dangerous areas and ongoing unrest in the territory. Reversing course on the on an initial decision to reject the app that had led to widespread criticism of the company. Apple initially rejected the anonymous developer's request to put the app on the App Store on the grounds it facilitates, enables, and encourages an activity that is not legal. What When was that article made? Uh, let's see. I sent it to you last night. Oh, okay. That's you don't weird. read anything I send you. you? I skim them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, two days ago. Okay. Yeah, that's what I think. I think they have since then gone back on it. You think so? Yeah. If you look on like the Apple subreddit, that's what people are talking about. Um, and I think today or maybe yesterday, Tim Cook sent out the memo to the employees. So yeah. that's a bummer. I think the other big thing with Blizzard is the hypocrisy that everybody is saying. Every voice matters, for example. I don't know yeah. if you saw the picture, but an employee taped over it mm. the next day in the morning. Uh, they came into, Everybody came into work and they saw that it, that it was covered up. Mm-hmm. And apparently an employee covered it up, saying every voice matters. And one of the good comments I saw was, have you not paid attention to Blizzard? They removed poses from Overwatch because they were sexist. They changed the whistle and wow because catcalling is misogynistic. They have a huge plaque outside their main office inscribed with every voice matters. They paint themselves as a pillar of social justice in the world. And then soon as it might affect their bottom dollar negatively, they fold like tissue paper. The hypocrisy is absurd. Yeah, I read that. And then, now tell me, did you see what they did to May? What the (laughs) fans have been doing to May? No, did you see the video that they did? Yeah. (gasps) Fucking genius. (laughs) So, May, for those who don't know, May is a character in Overwatch. Probably Blizzard's most popular game right now, I think. I think uh, right now, maybe Classic WoW has probably taken over. Um, But Overwatch, everybody knows Overwatch. May is the only Chinese character in the game. Uh, She's amazing, and she stands for, like, justice, and she rejoins Overwatch because it's the right thing to do. Like, she's the the exemplification of all of Blizzard's values and all that stuff. And she's Chinese. And people have turned her into an icon for Hong Kong. <laughs> like, she has a, an outfit that's, like, red and yellow. And people have put, like, the Hong Kong flower on it. <laughs> uh, and, like, 
someone put like made it look like so she had like marker under her eyes on her cheeks that says like hong kong forever yeah i forget what it is but it's like free hong kong free hong kong free hk free hk that's what it says um and it's working people have posters of her in hong kong and the video of what they did they took in a video an original like character introduction video of her that overwatch that blizzard made and they edited it so instead of the video being about how May's drawn back to fight for the good in the world and mm-hmm. to help protect everybody because of uh, the violent uprising that's happening. And with like robots and yeah. stuff like that. It's at, They redid it with amazing editing skills. So all the footage is of like the, the riots in the street of Hong Kong. Yeah. And it keeps cutting back to her face and she's like horrified right. about what's happening in these the streets of Hong Kong. And then she decides, like, it's time f- to fight for the world. And, like, yeah. she, like, the exact quote was, it's, it's, you have to fight for the good in the world. And then yeah. she's, <laughs> she's, she starts marching off to oh. Hong Kong, probably. Yes. Oh, my God. And she is becoming, like, a, an icon for Hong Kong, which is so genius because China loves to ban things that scares them. Like Winnie the Pooh. You like Winnie the Pooh because someone, some other genius pointed out the, uh, uh, what's his name? Xi? Um, uh, Xi Zhang. Xi, yeah. I think the, yeah. what's his just title? President Xi. Just president. Yeah. The president of China kind of looks like Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> so someone photoshopped him to be like yellow with a red t-shirt and big ears sticking out of the side of his head. And that image is illegal to... And so they banned Winnie the Pooh imagery yeah. and videos and everything in China. Uh, which is so good. So so what these people are trying to do with May is be like, okay, Blizzard, fuck you. <laughs> We're going to get Overwatch banned in China yeah. by making May a symbol of Hong Kong. And they did. What? I think Blizzard is now banned in China. Because oh I saw somebody saying that they have now been officially not allowed to like broadcast or play their games in China. That's... Just somebody, somebody did like a job, five internet. thing like 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 uh, like Blizzard tries to control unruly like outburst about Hong Kong versus China, like like a giant reaction from online community and gaming community uses Blizzard own intellectual property as a sign of rebellion and un and, and unrest <laughs> and uh, against against china and within hong kong yeah like and then it's just like blizzard gets banned therefore losing billions of customers in market that they originally made decision for anyways and then it's killed them with memes it's just, <laughs> yeah basically and then it's like it's all the comments after that were beautiful it was just kill them with memes we will blot out the sun just all <laughs> the- <laughs> oh man oh, that man. <laughs> I need to, after we're done recording, I need to look in, like, if the May thing is actually starting to work. Because it's going to. Like, it's knowing how petty China is with that kind of stuff. Speaking of petty, did you see what South Park did? Yeah, the, uh, was, isn't it just like, fuck China or something like that? Well, they have, their episode is called Banned in China. But banned as in, like, rock band. music band. Yeah. (laughs) But banned in China. And then China came out and said, we're not allowing Southbury property to be held or distributed within china yeah so south park the the creators right like matt and uh, trey matt and trey put out a statement that was quite literally just <laughs> fuck you china. fuck you china oh are we okay now <laughs> like, like i think that's exactly what it said it was oh i want to find it now it's, it's so beautiful that that's what south park has become 
like South Park just went from trying to be like the most vulgar, crude uh, cartoon ever to being like <laughs> a sat- political satirical. Yeah. A political satirical comedy that can like get change done in the world. <laughs> oh, my God. It's amazing. It's amazing. Uh, no, I don't want the recap. Although people, you should 100% see Band um, in China, the episode. You should watch the new South Park stuff. They also did an amazing uh, episode about like school, like horrible to say, but school shooting. School shooting. And yeah. how it's normalized in society now. Yep. Oh, here it is. Official apology. This is all caps. Official <laughs> apology to China from Trey Parker and Matt Stone. <laughs> it's written in Apple Notes. That's. That's all it is. Official apology to China. <laughs> Official apology to China from Trey Parker and Matt Stone. Like the NBA, we welcome the Chinese censors into our homes and into our hearts. We too love money more than freedom and democracy. Z doesn't look just like Winnie the Pooh at all. Tune into our 300th episode this Wednesday at 10. Long live the great communist party of China. May this autumn s- sorg um? What is that? May the... Oh, may that may this autumn's sorghum harvest be bountiful. We good now, China? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I, I love them. <laughs> I, I I love it. I, I love the fact that those guys still have the same attitude they did from season one, episode one, like twenty years just or whatever. Fuck it, fuck you. It's yeah. basically their attitude to anybody. They're great. Just fuck. Oh, this offends you? Fuck you. It's funny. He definitely doesn't look like Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just fuck you. It's just oh, like but that could offend people. Fuck them. It's yeah. Just, but you need to apologize. Okay. Uh, we're sorry. Fuck you. Just, what was it? I also saw that that episode, like the Times Square of Hong Kong, somebody like hacked into it and put that South Park episode on on a loop. The <laughs> the band in China episode on like this like thirty foot wide TV in like the middle of Hong Kong. I think that's what it was. But oh my god. Yeah. Oh my god, that's so amazing. Oh my god, that's so amazing. The internet has become a really powerful weapon. Interesting, powerful weapon. Yeah. It's I think I think it's hard it's hard to say companies should be demonetized for standing by terms and conditions or demonetized for standing for their business practice, which is the bottom line or for their business goals and objectives and their responsibilities to their stakeholders and shareholders and all this other stuff. Right. But at the same time, like I said, we're hitting the boiling point where that line is becoming more defined. Of yeah. You're going to be either supporting the empire yep. or supporting the rebel Alliance. Yeah. And not to nerdify it, but it's coming to that point, I feel, where we're very reactionary as a society and the immediate thing is the backlash that people are concerned about. So I think people don't think of the full repercussions, like from a business perspective Mm -hmm. of what they're doing with their actions. Like I said, like the fact that Blizzard said, oh, we're going to do this, right? Technically, does it violate their terms and conditions? Yeah, but it's also from the human perspective, from the global society perspective, are you, do you want to support what's happening? Mm -hmm. Because your actions speak louder than your words. And that's a political thing for all of us. All of our actions speak that way, whether we mean to or not, whether we, you know, whether we smoke cigars outside, whether we, 
go to brunch to get coffee at like you know a chain restaurant or a mom and pop shop everything mm-hmm. you do is political and i remember reading about this in high school and thinking how the fuck is everything political i don't like politics but your actions do determine what you what you support mm-hmm. so that i think is not an individual thing i think that's a thing that affects any kind of entity of us even even corporations so i feel like I, I didn't realize this was happening. I was talking to Scam the other night, and I was just saying, you want to play Overwatch? He's like, ooh, I'm not trying to really do stuff with Blizzard recently. Yeah. Like, oh, why? What's up? He was like, oh, uh, okay. Uh, you don't know? <laughs> just, <laughs> All right. Let's unpack this yeah, right now, I, just, I guess. Uh, no, no. What's up? <laughs> he was like, I mean, technically, I already paid for it, so I guess it's not the biggest deal. But, I mean, it makes me feel icky. Yeah, but they, I'm sure they can monitor how many people are playing right now, and if they see the numbers get cut, by 75%. Well, did you see right? that they the amount of issues they've been having because the amount of people trying to cancel their subscriptions have broken the server? It's like the opposite of like a launch day that's going too successfully. People have been wow. getting uh they've been getting error codes trying to cancel their uh, account and their subscription and all that other stuff. Oh, I have been seeing that. And, and people pe- are thinking that they're like purposely not letting you cancel purposely or- delaying it, but yeah. I think in reality it's just the server was not meant for this kind of traffic. They never just- thought there would be so many people canceling at once. We would never fuck up like that. Why would we, we need to have a big server for this? Yeah. <laughs> so, so I think uh moral of the episode, everybody go cancel your WoW subscriptions and uninstall Overwatch. So, well, and Hearthstone obviously. Well, you still haven't you just kept saying you're in the middle. I am definitely less in the middle now. Why? I fully agree with Blizzard. No. <laughs> uh, That's no, fine. I you're, think, free to, you're free to your opinion. No, I think you've you've convinced me where it's like, I I really like the thing you said about the, if enough companies just said, yeah, no, you're right. It's icky what's going on over there. And fuck you, China. If you want to pull out, then pull out. Because I think if enough companies do that, China will be like, oh, we can't do this anymore. Yeah, we, oh, we can't just have our way by threatening. And I think that's how you get real change. But it hurts. That's a band-aid you got to pull off. Exactly. There's going to yeah. be a period of time where things There's going to be blood on both sides. Yeah, there's going to be, that's, but that's war. You have this, it's Ender's game, right? You have to sacrifice mm. to win. Yep. Right? Do you remember the final battle Ender's game? I do. Yeah. As you have to lose some lives to fucking make that shit happen yeah you know it sucks but anyways this is a little depressing and it's running late so thanks for listening everybody yeah <laughs> i'm gonna go uh teach chris how to get out of side headlocks and uh i'm gonna teach you how to uninstall overwatch exactly there we go bye bye <laughs>